Welcome to episode 50 of the Zay Clement Podcast. Today we'll be discussing Anthony Davis returning tonight for the Los Angeles Lakers. The Bulls are hitting a little bit of an injury bug. Is it time to trade for Jeremy Grant? And more on the Zay Coleman Podcast. Before we get started, we have officially hit 50 episodes of the podcast, y'all. I know it's crazy that we, we started this, uh, this journey almost six months ago to, to the day. I believe it was the July 26th, which I probably should have just waited till tomorrow to do the episode, but I really did need to get this done today. We have officially hit six months on this podcast, y'all, and it, I, I want to I wanna thank everybody that's listened to the podcast, everybody that's had a contribution to the podcast, whether it's been, you know, helping me record, giving me ideas to do for the show, spoiler alert, we got another one for uh, coming later, and also, just, even just popping it in, listening to why you clean the house up. I do appreciate everybody that comes to listen to the podcast, whether you are a hardcore listener, you know, you're about the hardcore analytic, uh, analytical side of basketball, or you just came here just to support me. That's either way, completely understandable. I do want to, again, give a couple shout outs. First to the boy, Narayan Lasley. He's been here for, I think, three episodes, three or four episodes. Definitely been my number one supporter when it ha- when it comes to being uh when it comes to the, the my friendship side. Of course, my mom always is somebody that's supporting the podcast. But I also do want I just want to thank every basically anybody that has ever listened to the podcast. We are officially worldwide. We have people in Peru listening to the podcast. People in Venezuela listening to the podcast. People in Germany listening to the podcast. Italy. We have officially hit worldwide on this podcast, and I do want to thank people in those uh facets of life too man because without them i'm not here i could be you know just zero uh zero you know viewers just here talking to myself for the half hour talking about the game of basketball it really the, the viewers the number doesn't matter but the people who are viewing do matter to me closer to us getting officially paid for this podcast and eventually just growing growing a new audience an audience of people who aren't while we do accept the memes around here, of course, people like that take the game of basketball just as serious as I do. That is something that, and again, we will do that with the YouTube channel also. It's something that I do want to, I want to be recognized worldwide. It isn't, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't joke when I talk about the game of basketball is if, do I try to bring fun to it? Of course I do. But at the end of the day, it's a game that I like to take just as serious as I do almost any other facet of my life. You, some people call that, you know, like a little weird, but I find the game basketball just as fascinating as anything else on this planet. With that being said, a couple of things we can talk about later. We're going to have a deep dive into the. We only have two topics, baby, y'all. Like I said, I have watched games. Of course, I would love love to break down games with y'all. But I do want I did want to see uh, check talk about a couple of news that has come out in the last twenty four hours that one team could be excited, one team could be you know devastated that they had a, a dream season come become a nightmare basically. Either way, leave a like on the podcast, leave a review if you want to check out more of the episodes. There are forty nine episodes. I know that's usually the outro, but we like I said we got something special planned for y'all tonight. That being said, first news 
Anthony Davis, they uh, it was I think Woj tweeted it that the Lakers or uh, they said that Anthony Davis is probable tonight against the Brooklyn Nets. A fun first game for AD to come back because again national TV, and you're going against arguably the best player in basketball and Kevin Durant. While we have a f- almost exactly seen the end of the LeBron at center era, which probably is the best part of the season for the Lakers, to be honest with you. LeBron nearly leading the league in scoring as a center, and now Anthony Davis is going to come back. Maybe not tonight exactly, but throughout the season, we'll play a heavy load of minutes. Maybe the LeBron at center won't be as much of, of an idea as in previous years, or even Dwight Howard getting more, less, minute, less and less minutes, DeAndre Jordan completely falling out the rotation. Maybe there are five, six minutes of LeBron James playing center that the Lakers might experiment with. But all in all, AD is going to get his 35 to 38 minutes a night, even injury or no injury. He's going to get his minutes. And I'm not sure that the Le- LeBron at center, A, it was either, if it was even sustainable, which I think is almost the exact reason they want to bring AD back around this time. And B, is it is it ne- like is is AD going to sacrifice his role for a greater LeBron James role? I doubt it. AD still wants to prove why he's a he at one point in his career was a top five player in the NBA. Is he still that? So far, hasn't shown a lot in the last couple of years. Basically, since he's been a Laker, hasn't really shown outside of the bubble, of course, hasn't really shown that he was a top five player. But he he wants to get back to the Anthony Davis we fell in love with in New Orleans and what the Lakers fell in love with at the in the summer of twenty was twenty nineteen when they traded for him. Now of course. What do the Lakers need? Of course they need shooting and they need perimeter defense. Anthony Davis is not necessarily the the guy that's gonna bring that, but it it he is a positive on the Lakers. Let's let's not doubt that. He absolutely is 250% an upgrade over what Dwight Howard slash DeAndre Jordan has given them in the last six weeks or whatever he's been out. I don't know, man. It's like the Lakers are it's such a it's either a fascinating or like it's an interesting case because it's it could ease just as easily go downhill as they can go on a 15 game win streak with AD back. Who even knows? Trades do need to be made. This isn't the roster to be contending for a championship. We kind of figured that out already. What they need, who knows? But AD coming back is definitely a 250% positive for the Los Angeles Lakers. So the other news I want to talk about, somebody coming back from injury, but now somebody that was just announced for an injury. Alex Caruso. Officially diagnosed with a fractured wrist. I think it said six to eight weeks he's out. They already have Lonzo Ball out. Zach Levine just got back from his injury. The Bulls have been struck with, of course, Patrick Williams potentially out for the season. The Bulls are have hit the injury bug this season. Granted, a lot of their, you know, their lower rotation guys, Troy Brown, Javante Green, Alice Johnson, Tyler Cook, et cetera, et cetera, have played really well in their roles for Chicago. They're still a deep team. But this team needs talent now. They need to upload on more talent. Because Cubby, Cubby White will probably get an extension in the offseason. I wouldn't be surprised if, say, 
he slash uh, Patrick Williams is traded. Jeremy Grant is probably the guy. Probably for their need, because again, their big their biggest need right now is officially now that Lonzo and Caruso are out. Defense is a huge issue on this team. Zach's not a defender. Demar's definitely not a defender, and Vucevic absolutely is not a defender. Granted, guys like Tyler Cook, Alexander Johnson, Devontae Green, et cetera, et cetera, they are really good defenders. But are they going to be guys that you want to stick on a LeBron, a KD, a Steph Curry, et cetera, et cetera, when those eventually those games do come up at the end of the season, or if they have championship aspirations come May, June? I don't know. Jeremy Grant is one of those guys that you can you can trust, even though he's not going to give you 25 while giving you the same defense. He doesn't need to give you 25 if you have a Zach Levine, a DeMar DeRozan, and a Nikola Vucevic all playing in that same starting lineup. Jeremy Grant, he can go back to the, the A-plus Denver role he was playing for years, or even in, uh, in OKC he was playing the same role. Just be a defender. Be a defender, be a score, uh, similar score, 14, 15 points a game, while still giving you the great defense. That's more than helpful for a Bulls team that, again, has a, a legit, legitimate MVP candidate in DeMar DeRozan. One of the best scorers in the game right now is Zach Levine. And, again, Zach and Caruso aren't out for the season, but based on the timetable, one will be back in early March. The other will be back late March, maybe even early April in Caruso. Because, again, they say eight weeks. Eight weeks will take you to late March. And even if he has some sort of a setback, April, maybe even May, who knows? I'm just thinking the, the Jeremy Grant move would be a, an A-plus move. Again, Lord, it would probably just be Patrick Williams and a couple picks. But honestly, that's something Chicago could use if it's Jeremy Grant. Even if, shoot, Detroit could probably use that, that same package. Patrick Williams could be, is, would probably instantly become the best defender on this team as soon as he steps into training camp next year after he recovers from injury. He's the best defender on this team. Probably would be one of the tallest people on this team, to be honest. Keep it a buck with you. I don't know. That's like the, that just seems like the uh, the perfect move. Now, granted, I do want to I do want to specify by saying I don't think the Bulls will will win a championship. I do think they are a contender when healthy, but again, I don't see them going all the way this year or. Who know, who knows if this isn't even an a team that was built to win a championship? This may have just been a team that was built to make Zach Levine happy. Which you should probably do that for your star scorer who's in his prime. But I'm just saying, is it sustainable? You gave up your your draft capital capital for Vucevic. You gave up, you know, your main role players for Alonzo and Demar. And I'm just understand I just don't understand. Exactly how this team's going to uh, fare. I do hope I do hope they still are sustainable with the, those two guys out because again, defense was their main issue last year, and they lost their two best defensive players this year. Really, three if you count Patrick Williams. So a couple, I do want to point out. I think those are the two main topics, but there were some other side news coming from the NBA uh, this evening, uh, or. This afternoon, I should say, Grace, Grayson Allen, of course, being suspended for the Alex Crusoe injury that uh, that was announced as a fractured wrist. 
it's, uh, it's only a one-game suspension. I saw Amari uh, Stoudemire saying he should be suspended more. And then Andrew Bogut kind of got into it on Twitter. It's whatever. Uh, in the game, will, it actually will cost Grayson Allen $30,000, which, again, to Grayson Allen, isn't much since he signed the extension. Also, you know, the play, it was while it was necessary, it also wasn't necessary at the same time. I think you could have, an Alex Caruso dunk would have been, like, I don't think it, I don't think it would have really mattered like, if Alex Caruso had got that one dunk against Milwaukee. Another, uh, another minor, I'd say minor, minor news. Rudy Gobert is out, uh, out versus the, or was out for the, versus the Suns, suffered a calf strain. He should be back within a week. I don't understand. I don't un- necessarily know when, uh, when he will be back. Of course, him and uh, Donovan Mitchell are both out. So this will be the Mike Conley week if if it does turn into even being a week. Um, I don't know. Like I said, this this Jazz team is weird to me for two reasons. A, I don't necessarily see. I, I would like for Mike Conley to 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 make, take a step. They need to make a trade also because the defense is bad outside of Rudy Gobert and a little bit of Royce O'Neal. Boyan Bogdanovich is taking a step back on defense. Scoring is still there, but the defense is not. Donovan Mitchell hasn't really been a defender since coming into the league or since becoming a superstar, as to say. Mike Conley's is definitely taking a huge step back from when he was in Memphis, obviously due to age, et cetera, et cetera. I do hope that they do go out for a defender in the, in, in the offseason or even shoot is a trade deadline, honestly. I don't know how what they exactly they would give up because either a a they have they have guys that are making decent money, but do they want to get rid of Jordan Clarkson because their bench scoring would literally be the worst scoring bench in the league? Joe Ingles, I don't think a whole lot of teams are clamoring to take on Joe Ingles' uh, big contract, even if a first round pick is attached to it. I don't know. In other news, the uh, the All Star format is somewhat being changed. For the, specifically for the Rising Stars Challenge, it'll be f- featuring four seven-player teams competing in three-game tournaments. In each, uh, in in each uh, each game having a final target score, twenty player, twenty-eight players and twelve rookies, twelve sophomores for the first time. Four G League and Ignite players will be featured in it. That's actually kind of interesting that they have they will bring in the Ignite guys like uh, oh. Uh, Victor, I'm trying to remember who else is on the team. I haven't watched a whole lot of Ignite games. I've been more focused on like the main G League. But it's it actually, like I said, the, it does. I would assume there'd be one Ignite guy on each team. It'd be what six rookies, six sophomores. Or no, it'd be what? Oh, because it'd be like, well, three rookies, three sophomores, and a G League Ignite guy on each team. I'm just like I said, I'm, it, I am curious about that. That is actually a pretty decent. Uh, the two, the, it says the two semifinal games will be played to a target score of 50. A final score will be uh, fi- the final game will be played to a target score of 25. A total of 75 points in honor of NBA 75th uh, season. I'm I'm not a huge fan of rule changes just because I will be open to it. I'm o- I'm open to the change. I do just wish, you know, it was just the the, 12, the 10, 10 v 10, 12 v 12, 
or even just the USA versus the world uh, games that they've been doing. It's actually that's that's actually a decent format fat, format more than you know the change the recent change. I don't hate it, but at the same time, you know, it's just it's something else that I have to learn instead of oh, you know, to, uh, ten people from the world 10, or twelve people from the world, ten people, twelve people from the USA, and they just play each other. It's just something. It's just something else I have to get used to. That's it's not. I'm not even saying it's a bad format. I'm just saying it's it, it's going to be confusing for people who have, don't really follow like that. That's all I'm saying. Um. Pretty sure that's all the news that I was able. I was able. To, oh, a minor thing really has not has zero to, to do with anything. It was just something dumb that I saw on on, uh, on Twitter this morning. And James is saying James Hart doesn't like living in Brooklyn. He much preferred Houston. Nobody really cares <laughs> if we're being honest with each other. Like I like zero people care. Is just is just something else for people to talk about. The Pelicans are uh have the uh, are out a lot of people against Philadelphia apparently. Devontae Graham out with a left knee soreness. Josh Hart out with uh ankle sprain. Ingram out with an ankle with, and also an ankle sprain. And apparently they're resting Jonas Valanciunas for some reason. Lord knows why. Anyway, it's this is going to be the Herb Jones game. To be honest with you, Herb Jones is probably going to go for twenty five, twelve, and six with a great defense, and the Pelicans lose by four. But shout out to the Pelicans; they get to get another first round pick. Also out with Zion Williamson. In case you did not realize, Zion Williamson still has not played this season, and there is something severely wrong with this situation. By the way, I'm not going to talk about it because we've been through this at length in the off season. Wes Wundu, you know, being acquired uh, by the uh, by the Cleveland Charge in the G League, that's actually pretty cool. He gets to, like I said, he. I wish I do wish that Wes Wundu gets a call up because, at the very least, he can offer really good defense. But at the same time, it's what, like I said, it's it's a minor move to ninety nine percent of the NBA. It's a cool move to me, but I do wish that he was doing something more in the NBA than you know just being a G League veteran. Oh, he was traded for he was traded for Trevon, uh, Trevon Graham, who shout out to VCU for the one time. Uh, like I said, he was he was actually a pretty decent player in my opinion when he was with uh when he was with Brooklyn, or with, he was with the Nets. Like I said, he he wasn't a bad player. He was more of a spot up shooter than anything, but or he was he was uh he was he he was more of a what's the word I'm looking for? He was expendable, but at the same time, like he just wasn't really used right. Indiana uh, re-signed Lance Stevenson actually to a uh, to another ten day contract. He's actually been he was actually playing. He had a one really really good game, but overall had been okay for uh, Indiana. He hadn't been bad, but like you know, <laughs> for a Pacers team that really isn't doing anything, it just sucks that you know he isn't on a contender. AD coming back does seem pretty random in my opinion, though. Like just tonight, he was you know just sitting on the bench for for whatever, and now all of a sudden he's back, ready, healthy to play versus the Brooklyn Nets of all teams. It's just it's just weird to me. Um, but yeah, I think that's that that'll be all for the basketball talk. Of course, later, like not even later, probably for the we're gonna it's gonna be for this episode. We will talk about a few things with uh. 
regarding sacrifice. If you do care, if like I say, I know you most of y'all are here for the basketball talk, but if you are here for the real life talk, we are. I'm, I'm gonna timestamp it in the description, and I want. I you know, like I say, it'll be a more of an informal conversation than it is about basketball. If it does seem that I'm semi prepared for the, <laughs> not prepared for the basketball uh, portion, it's because it is. I've been back and forth between. I have so been so focused on this. The sacrifice topic and just the fact that it's the 50th episode of the podcast that I've been totally neglect, neglecting the basketball part of the part of the podcast, and that's on me, y'all, for for. So until next, for if you are leaving for the basketball uh, portion, until next time, I love you. You love me. Let's leave love each other. Bye. Welcome to the podcast. If you're here from the for the motivational half of the podcast. I'm, you know, yeah, you know it's your boy Zay. If you hear, if you hear specifically skip to the second half of the podcast, you know it's me. So of course, the basketball podcast we ended. This is of course a basketball podcast. Let's not get it twisted. We do love talking about basketball here more than just about anything on this planet. We mentioned it earlier. But one thing I do every ten-ish episodes of the podcast. I don't do exactly ten, but. I do as much as I as I can. I do want to talk about real life, because at the end of the day, life isn't always basketball. It all isn't always fashion. Whatever, whatever topic y'all people do love to talk about. At the end of the day, our ourselves are is more important than than any materialistic or. Flashy lights that we ever like to talk. At the end of the day, self love, and I know it's a song, but self love is truly the best love. Like you can't, you can't go around living this this lavish lifestyle if at the core of the at the core of the person you just aren't happy. And I do like to, I do I do want to specify by saying I've been through. Chances are, if we are talking about this topic, or whatever topic we do talk about, chances are it's coming from self, from my own experience. Like sacrifice, I've had to make plenty of sacrifices in life, and whether you could tell me I'm successful or not, it isn't really up to you. It's really up to me. But at the same time, I know when I've made a, a minor or major sacrifice in life, and I felt like I've come out the, on the better end of it. Because I've always gained something from whatever sacrifice I've made. Whether it's bigger than the sacrifice or smaller than the sacrifice, it didn't matter. What mattered was I made the sacrifice and I gained something from that sacrifice. So the first question I do want to ask, what does sacrifice really mean to you? Is it, oh, I, I sacrificed my eating habits to stay healthy or I sacrificed a relationship? to start another relationship. I sacrificed a friendship to gain some sort of, you know, money, some equity involved in it. That's our first big word of the day, equity. Now, of course, sacrifice, you did, you again, just simple, as simple as it is, you lose something to gain something. That's a simple, you, you don't need Webster Dictionary to figure that out. Realistically, you don't need Webster Dictionary for 99% of the things you want in life. At the end of the day, 
whatever complicated definition Webster will give you, you can simplify it in life. Trust me, I know that. <laughs> At the same, honestly, you it really is that simple. You lose something to gain something. I can tell you from personal personal experience. My sophomore year of high school, I moved from Virginia to Florida. Obviously, two completely different locations. In Virginia, I sacrificed the place I grew up for 14 years of my life. I sacrificed the, you know, I sacrificed every friendship I ever made, every relationship I ever had. I sacrificed playing the basketball uh, career I had. I sacrificed everything, and I gained a fresh start out of it. I gained new friends in Florida. I gained a potential, you know, lifelong investment, which is my career, basically. I gained that, but I had to lose every friendship I made. I had to lose the relationships. I had to lose the, you know, the, the greater education. I had to lose the basketball career. I, had, I, lost, I lost all of it, but I did gain a potential new investment in myself. And again, always invest in yourself. That is another topic for another day, but it does have to do with sacrifice. If you're sacrificing something, chances are you're trying to invest in yourself. You are trying to make a bigger situation for you and your family, you and your friends, you and your relationship, you and your partner, whatever. You are sacrificing everything you have ever done in your life ever to make good on yourself, to make good on a promise, to make good on a relationship, to make good on a friendship, to make good on family. You name it, you have to do it. That's at the very at the heart of heart. That is what sacrifice is. You are losing everything that you gain for an even bigger opportunity. Like a friend of mine, I'm not gonna name drop, but she knows who she is. Is currently taking an interview to Princeton, but while taking an interview to Princeton, is sacrificing potentially leaving family, potentially leaving relationships, potentially leaving friendships, potentially leaving every memory she ever made between Florida, you know, Pennsylvania, et cetera, et cetera, to, for this the Princeton interview. Or even, she says her dream school, Georgetown. George, she would be sacrificing moving from Philadelphia to Washington, D.C. to go to her dream school. That is a sacrifice she wants to make. Another example, my friend Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. Y'all know Ryan on the podcast. He is sacrificing every friendship, every relationship he's made in Virginia, every single thing because he wants to transfer to, or he he's got an offer. Not not saying he wants it or not, but he has an offer from Wilpershire University in Ohio. He's sacrificing Virginia and his family in Atlanta for Ohio, a, a chance to move up to reclassify to. You know, do whatever to to get to his ultimate goal, which is to play at the top level of, of basketball, the NBA. Obviously, he is trying. He wants to. He needs wants or needs whether his decision or not. I'm not here to talk to him. He's a grown man himself, older than me. He has the opportunity of a lifetime wherever he goes, because at the end of the day, he knows he has to sacrifice. The potential, everything he's ever made in the tw first 20 years of his life, and he has to sacrifice everything just for this one opportunity, which is, again, his ultimate goal, making it to the top league. 
that sacrifice. And of course, everybody has their own definition of sacrifice, and you're more more than entitled to it. But at the same time, sacrificing something that major, which again, leaving everything he's at, he has currently his own place. He's you know leaving his family, which lives down the block from. He's leaving his friends, of course, you know all of his day one friends, for the slightest of opportunities at being in the top one percent. And more, and it's honestly, it's that's more of a sacrifice than basically anything you could possibly come up with. He has he's sacrificing potentially. He could at the same time, if he doesn't take this offer, he's sacrificing a, a, an opportunity at millions of dollars just to keep the family and friends that's closer to him. Which again, more again, more power to him. It's totally his decision. But at the same time, sacrifice is about decision making. Do you want to make decision A? Potentially cost you a million dollars, or B, potentially cost you every friendship, every relationship you've ever made in the first 20 years of your life. That is a sacrifice. Me sacrificing moving from Virginia to Florida, and even moving cities in Florida. I've moved cities in Florida since I moved to Florida. I sacrificed losing the close, uh, close gym. I've lost, I sacrificed friendship. I sacrificed relationship. I sacrificed, you know, basically everything. I sacrificed. Familiarity to the one city I knew in Florida. I sacrificed all of that for a fresh opportunity in a new city. And so far, I personally love the city. I love the city. I love the house that I'm in right now. I love everything about it. But again, I had to sacrifice every friendship and relationship that I made to get that far. Same thing with moving from Virginia to Florida, or to at the time I moved to Lakeland. I sacrificed in Virginia. Currently was I, at the time was in a relationship, I, uh, a standing offer to be on the basketball team still, even though despite me being hurt, I had an offer from, not a like not like a scholarship, but like I said again, offer to be on the team. I had again basically every close friend that I had ever made, including you know the boys that y'all know on the podcast. I had the, I've sacrificed those boys. I had sacrificed the church church friends I made. I sacrificed middle school friends I made. I sacrificed elementary school friends I made. Travel ball. I sacrificed parks and rec basketball. I sacrificed all of that just to for an op- a new opportunity in a new city, new state, something I had never heard of a day in my life. Who who knew who, like what Lakeland, Florida was until you moved there? That's what I had to sacrifice, and absolutely 100% worth it because again, I had new job ventures. I potentially found a like a media job. I found a like I, said, I found G, the G League. I got to go to G League games. I got to meet so you know NBA players up close in person. And I like I said, it was a sacrifice of all of that to get that life that I had in Lakeland. And yes, I'd say it was worth it. That's what. Then again, that goes into the second question I have. How much are you willing to sacrifice for a greater purpose? I sacrificed a lot. I sacrificed 19 or at the time 14 to 15 years of my life specifically just for that opportunity. I, I had to read into how much was it in Lakeland. What was there to do in Lakeland? What potential schools I'd be going to? Is there any sports teams I'd be interested in joining? That's what I had I had to recognize how much I was sacrificing. And was it a greater purpose behind the sacrifice that I made? I'd say there was plenty of sacrifice that I made, 
And yes, I do believe it was a greater purpose for a greater purpose, which was the opportunities I met. As I mentioned earlier, when it came to talking about basketball players, meeting basketball players, talking potential interviews, et cetera, et cetera, coaching opportunities, you name it. Next question. When does re, uh, real life begin after your sacrifice? And I do want to quote one of my, my quote my favorite artist. Shout out to Montana 300 for the one time. Now he's not going to hear this, but of course, still one of my favorite artists ever. And he says, "Real life begins when you meet your uh, when you uh, meet your unco- your un- ah. oh, I want to I don't want to misquote. But he's a real life ends when you re- real life begins when you're at the end of your comfort zone." And that's, that hits so deep where he said, real life begins when you hit the end of your comfort zone. Soon as you feel like you're not comfortable with a situation, that's when you have to, that's when the sacrifice begins. You sacrifice your comfort zone to begin your, when you begin real life. And I I, I 100% understand this because I've been putting this YouTube thing off for almost six months at this point. In fact, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. Podcast started because I was too into I w- wanted to talk about basketball, but I was too afraid afraid to uh, sit in front of a camera to talk about basketball because I was afraid of my appearance. I know people thought I had a lazy eye. People thought that you know my one eyeball was bigger than the other. People thought that I you know basically people my I thought my appearance wasn't good enough to step on a YouTube platform, and that's why the podcast is where it is now. Because the podcast was the only thing I could just, uh, do that didn't require my face being shown to the internet and people making fun of me. That's the sac. I had to. Sa- I couldn't sacrifice, you know, a few jokes made about my eye to potentially hit the equity of the YouTube pl- platform. Fun fact. Now that that's out of the way, next question: Where do you find the extra motivation for the uh, for the next chapter in the per- person that has been in your shoes? i.e. probably me if you're listening to this podcast. It's chances are I have been in the shoes that you have been in without you even realizing it. Who do you go to for your for your answers? Again, somebody that has been either in your situation or somebody that is closest to you that can understand what you're going through. Even though they haven't been through it, they know how much you're dealing with right now. And you you know you probably won't even realize that that person has been in your corner since day one. I want to quote something else that I put in on my uh, Snapchat because I do want to put, I do want people to understand that not everybody's against you. I promise you, not everybody is against you. You want to talk? You want to talk about people that have? Oh, I, I, how did they get deleted? Anyway, but yeah, that's basically what it's basically that you know. Not everybody is against you. Not everybody is, you know, not, you know, not everybody is trying to look for you to, to be down in your life. Not everybody is getting, you know, is against you. Fighting. It's not just you versus the world. It's everybody fighting for each other. Not against each other, but for each other. And the last question I do want to get into. Sort of a, is it might be a, a somewhat of a convoluted question, but I do want to uh, point this out. Why is this important to sacrifice? Because guess what? It goes back to question two. There is a greater purpose behind the sacrifice. If you're willing to sacrifice every single thing you've ever made in your lifetime, 
just for the money or the fame or the adulation or the whatever purpose you have in life. Whether it's, you know, becoming a medic, whether it's, you know, becoming a basketball player, whether becoming, you know, just a regular doctor, becoming, you know, a scientist, whatever. Are you, if you're willing to sacrifice the comfort zone that you have laid upon yourself in a previous 15, you know, for, for the average, you know, high schooler graduating 18 plus years of your life. If you're willing to sacrifice everything you've ever done in those previous 18 to 19 years of your life, just be to, for that, for that specific profession, that's, that's why it, that's why it's important. That is the importance of your life. It is important that, again, that 19 years that you sacrifice isn't worth anything compared to the next 50, 60 years of your life where you are, you've made millions in the profession that, you've made, that you have majored in and you look back at your, the sacrifice you made as an 18-year-old saying, I think I'm going to go to college. I'm going to leave my family, my friends, the, all the fun that I had in my hometown. I'm going to leave all of that. For the, for the next five, ten million dollars that I've made in my lifetime, that's why it is important. Because the money you make for yourself is will be a lot more important than the fun, the fame, and the friendships that you had in the previous 18, 19 years that you was in high school, college, or high school, middle school, elementary school, etc. So of course that's going to be the end of the podcast. I know I did an outro for the basketball portion, but again, not a lot of people are here for the basketball portion. So, of course, if you missed the previous 49 episodes of the podcast, you can check them out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and, of course, right here on Anchor. Until next time, I love you. You love me. Let's love each other. Goodbye.